up a deck chair and sit back, relax. It's time for your favorite cruise hour. You're on board, just cruising. Whether you're dreaming of your first cruise or planning your next one, join Larry Jackson as he explores the magical world of cruising. To launch today's cruise, here's Larry Jackson. Good morning, aloha, e como mai. Welcome aboard. I'm Larry Jackson, owner of Cruise Holidays of Vieira, and I'll be your cruise director for this week's edition of our radio magazine that's all about the wonderful world of travel. And so glad you could be with us today, whether you're listening to us live on Saturday morning or on the podcast. Welcome aboard. Uh, let's get started with this week's travel quote. Now, this one's a little long, so stick with me here. It goes, nothing had prepared me for Honolulu. It is so far away from Europe. It is reached after so long a journey from San Francisco. So strange and so charming associations are attached to the name that at first I could hardly believe my eyes. I did not know that I had formed in my mind any very exact picture of what I expected, but what I found caused me a great surprise. And this was written by W. Somerset Maugham uh, in 1921. And uh, very interesting. The, the reason I picked this quote is he says, nothing had prepared me for Honolulu. And then he said, uh, I'm not quite sure what I thought it was going to be, but it was totally different from what I expected. And I, when we do our cruise tour each year to Hawaii, I find this same sentiment happens with uh, first-time visitors to Hawaii. And I love to watch them when they land at this big modern airport and all these throngs of people. And from the airport, you can see Diamond Head. So they're getting kind of, well, I gosh, I thought it was going to be like beaches and grass uh, shacks and hula girls. And I, now it's this big city uh, with high rises and uh, freeways and things like that. And so I've got kind of mixed emotions here. What, what I thought it was going to be and now what I see it is, but then I like it. <laughs> so uh, it, it's really strange when, when people first see Hawaii, it, it uh, really, it really changes them uh, from, from all of these conceptions that they had all these years into what uh, the real, real reality of the town is like. So that's, uh, that's why I picked that quote from Somerset Maugham uh, this morning. All right. Uh, before we get started on the news of the week, I want to tell you about a very unique cruise that I found this week. Actually, it was pointed out to me by one of our clients. Uh, a little embarrassed I didn't know about it. But anyway, here it is. Uh, now, it's, it's short-fused because it's leaving on March 14th. And this is on Norwegian Cruise Lines. And uh, it's going to be a very unique Panama Canal cruise in that it starts in Santiago, Chile, and cruises to Port Canaveral. So what you do is uh, you fly into Santiago, and the name of the port is San Antonio, which is about an hour away from Santiago. Uh, it's going to then stop in two stops in Chile and uh, in Lima, Peru. Then it's at sea. Then it transits the, the Panama Canal, uh, stops at Puerto Limon, Costa Rica, not San Juan, uh, not Puerto Rico. I made that mistake one time, and I've been reminded of it several times. Okay, so Panama Canal Transit uh, stops for a day in Puerto Limon, Costa Rico, and then comes up here to Port Canaveral. And they have a balcony guarantee price. Uh, again, you, if you want to take this cruise, it's March 14th 
through the 29th of 2020. So it's coming up in just a couple of months. We're in final payment now. There's not a whole bunch of cabins left over. Uh, if you'd like to consider uh, flying down to Santiago, then taking the cruise through the Panama Canal and departing or disembarking here at Port Canaveral, please give us a call at Cruise Holidays of Vieira, 321-242-1331. Uh, probably um, the total uh, for the balcony cabin is thirty-seven forty-four. That's for two people in a balcony guarantee, thirty-seven forty-four. So uh, if you'd like to uh, take that cruise, please give us a call. Again, this is probably the last time I'm going to mention this, and this is Norwegian Cruise Lines full Panama Canal transit uh, on March fourteenth. It's the the ship is going to be the Norwe- is the Norwegian Star. The cruise length is fifteen days. And you must have a passport for this. So, uh, again, kind of a unique cruise I just want to let you guys know about. All right, looking at the news of the week that came across the old computer monitor. Uh, big news on almost every news broadcast this week, of course, is the Australia brush fires, bush fires, I'm sorry, as they would say down there. Um, and I've gotten a lot of questions. Well, what's, are we still cruising down there? Is there anything left? And this is uh, reminiscent of what happened a couple of years ago when we had the volcanoes erupting in Hawaii. It was on like one-tenth of one percent of all the land in Hawaii, but people were canceling vacations to other islands, even though it was totally unrelated. So um, I'm constantly amazed at Americans' lack of knowledge of geography. But uh, in the case of the Australian brush fires, um, it's not consuming the entire country. Matter of fact, uh, of all the cruises we had down here this last week, we had very minor changes to itineraries. Um, Oceana skipped one port of call and went straight to Melbourne. uh, Princess uh, did not call on one of their ports, and they stayed overnight in Port Lincoln. Uh, Silver Muse on the Silver Sea cruise lines, which will be on board in Alaska in May, but the Silver Muse ship uh, is on standby to see if they can help evacuate some of the beaches, the folks that are trapped on the beaches down there, and that's because uh, they're a small ship and they can get in close to, to shore there. But it's been almost no impact whatsoever as far as the uh, cruise lines are concerned. And uh, along those lines, a similar story, uh, what's going on in San Juan, Puerto Rico, because of all the earthquakes, again, impacted a very small part of the island uh, on the southern portion of the island. uh, Everything is open as far as the cruise lines are concerned. As you may know, they had two earthquakes this week, uh, the latest being 6.4 of magnitude uh, in San Juan, Puerto Rico. It did impact uh, several towns in the south. Most uh, prominently is Ponce, and, uh, but the airport is open. The cruise port is open. The convention center is open. Uh, almost all the hotels in San Juan are also open. They did have power outages, but um, they seem to be very well equipped with generators down there. So that's what's going on uh, with the current disasters in the world, and they've had very, very little impact on cruising. Well, you're on board just cruising, as we told you earlier, and I want to remind you that uh, this show or podcast, whichever you're listening to, is brought to you each week by Cruise Holidays of Vieira. 
And why should you care about that? Well, you should care because uh, this is your opportunity to learn about the best way to plan your next vacation, and that's to do it with a small uh, boutique travel comp- consulting company, which we are. Uh, we're located in the Suntree area at the corners of Suntree Boulevard and Wickham Road. And Suntree Boulevard is that little road that runs from US 1 across the railroad tracks over to Wickham that most of the folks on the beach side take when they're on their way to the avenues at Vieira. Uh, we are open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Our phone number is 321 242 1331. Our website is just cruisinviera.com, and it has a lot of great information on it that, that we keep updated, and uh, we invite you to go there and look at all the different explore. We have um, uh, online magazines. We have reviews of cruise ships. We have all of the cruise lines are listed there, and so you can compare and see those. But you really don't need to do all of that. All you need to do to get your vacation started, give us a call at 321 321- Two four two one three three one. Send us an email, and you can. The website has a an email address there. You just click it, and it brings it up for you to send to us, and that gets the ball rolling. We do all of this for you, all of your vacation planning for you, at no additional cost of what you're going to pay if you go directly to a cruise line. If you call their eight hundred number or you go on their website and book your cruise directly, you're going to pay exactly what you're going to pay if you book the same cruise with Cruise Holidays of Vieira. And uh, that is a great bargain for you because you're getting a tremendous amount of service at no increased price. Well, we have come to our first port of call. The uh, band is here, and that's Cousin Is. And uh, we're going to go ashore for a brief timeout. We'll be right back, so come back and join us. up. Here's your host, Larry Jackson. Oh gosh. I miss Hi. I uh, want to remind you that it is wave season. Oh, what the heck is wave season? Uh, the months of uh, January, February, and March during those time during that time frame, uh, about forty percent of all cruises are booked historically, statistically during that time. And I think that's mainly because folks up north are cold and they're thinking about going to the tropics in the summertime, and so they start booking their cruises. And why does that matter to us here in Florida? Uh, basically, is because we start off in January with our the most inventory we have on the cruise ships. So uh, we have the most supply pretty much that we're going to have for the year of 2020. As, ca- as people start booking their cruises, and the, the wave means it's, it's like if you were looking at a chart of, uh, of travel agencies bookings and there would be a blip upwards that looks like a wave during this three-month period. That's where that comes from. So anyway, we start off with this fixed amount of berths or cabins or beds on on cruise lines, and a lot of people start booking their cruises. Now, cruise pricing is all about supply and demand. And so as the supply starts to diminish because of the increased demand, the prices start to go up. 
And I'm talking about this happens with the most desirous cabins, the uh, cabins that sleep more than two. Not all of our cabins sleep uh, three and four people. There's just a certain number on each ship because families are booking up for the summertime. The balconies. Uh, the balconies in the midship, all of the most desirable cabins, those are the ones that are going to go first. The, so if you book early in the year, what you do is you get a, the best selection at the lowest price that you're going to see during the entire year. So we urge you not to delay your vacation planning for 2020. And that that applies not only from the summer season, June, July, and August, but also, if you're planning a Christmas cruise for next year, if you'd like to do the river cruise holiday uh, markets in Germany and Austria and places like that, if you'd like to go on the Mekong River, any of those cruises that you're thinking about doing, if you're thinking about a land tour, the same thing applies. As more people start to book, we only have so much supply. So we invite you to call us at Cruise Holidays of Viera. And that's the cool thing about this is it gets the whole vacation planning process rolling so you can stop procrastinating you can stop putting it off because we're going to get it going for you and we're going to get the quotes for you we're going to tell you advise you on destinations we're going to advise you on the best cruise line that's going to fit your style of living and travel we're not going to try to sell you something that's that you don't want we're going to try to make this vacation match your desires as much as humanly possible and we want to do that because we care about your vacation. We truly do care about your vacation. We want everybody to be really happy and love traveling and cruising. So call us at Cruise Holidays of Vieira, 321-242-1331. Don't keep putting it off. Do it. You can do it right now, as a matter of fact, because we have a great answering machine, and we'll get right back to you, even if we're not in the office over the weekend. All right, back to the news of the week and looking at uh, things that came across the computer bit of a controversial change to Carnival Cruise Line's dress code. Let's see how I, is that what they call it? Dress code? Yeah. Um, they put out a statement a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to read it to you, quote unquote. Here it is. Okay. And this is Carnival's uh, addition to their uh, clothing recommendations. And they say, all guests are expected to ensure their clothing and accessories are respectful to fellow guests. Specifically, items worn during the cruise should not contain any message that may be considered offensive or contain nudity, profanity, sexual innuendo, or suggestion, sexual innuendo suggestions. In addition, clothing accessories should not promote negative ethnic or racial commentary or hatred or violence in any form. Okay, that's, now what's controversial about that? Well, it's very subjective. Uh, what the uh, what the crew feels is offensive, and what fellow passengers can feel is offensive, is a very broad target, I think, uh, because some people are offended by some of the strangest things, and some people have very very thin skins, as, and and especially when it comes to politics. So we've seen all kinds of reactions to MAGA hats and other types of uh, things that have happened over the last three years. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this carnival um, dress code evolves. Um, Now, when it came out on their website, some of the comments that were made by some of their passengers were kind of interesting. Here's one, quote, I don't agree with this at all. The first sentence says, anything that people find offensive. 
Well, some people find everything offensive. <laughs> I agree with that. Here's another one. Totally a slippery slope. Carnival is heading down with this new policy. And so many people have said anything and everything can be offensive to others. So I feel they really need to dive deeper into an approach on this policy that doesn't go down the path of everyone wearing the official Carnival vacation uniform. Uh, I feel sorry for the staff because they're going to have to be the ones that decide um, and make people change clothes or whatever. And uh, what do you do when one pastor comes up and says, that T-shirt offends me? And, well, anyway, well, I think there'll be more on this uh, story coming up. All right, this next story, I had to go to Google because it has a word in it I wasn't quite familiar with. Here's the headline. Oceana Cruises debuts artisanal ice cream on board. Now, artisanal means uh, relating to the characteristic of an artisan or of a product, food and drink, made in a traditional or non-mechanized way. So I guess it means like kind of handcrafted. Oceana has teamed up with an outfit called Humphrey Slocum. Uh, Humphrey Slocum Ice Cream is California-based. They have four stores, apparently, in uh, San Francisco, Oakland, Los Angeles, and San Diego. Now, this is what I really like about this, uh, this partnership. The ice cream flavors are unbelievable. Here's some of the ones. Now, first of all, they created a new flavor just for Oceana. That is a partnership Oceana has with, and you folks who lived in California might know Humphrey Slocum ice cream. I'm not familiar with it. I haven't lived in California in a long time. So they're going to have a signature flavor that they're creating for Oceana, and it's called Regatta Regatta Royale. Now, it features this, bittersweet, dark, fruity chocolate from California-based TCHO chocolate, along with orange zest and smoked sea salt. Wow, doesn't that sound good for ice cream? <coughs> here's some of the other flavors that they're, they're going to have 13 flavors, and here's some of the ones that they're, they're going to have aboard Oceana. By the way, the article doesn't say if they're going to charge for these or not, so I don't know. Anyway, here's, here's some of the flavors. I mean, these are going to make you hungry. Just listen to them. Listen to this. Secret breakfast. This is bourbon ice cream and cornflake cookies. Now, just Put that in your mind and think about bourbon ice cream with cornflake cookies. Okay, here's another one. Toast and jam. This is brown butter ice cream with a jam swirl and pieces of brioche. Here's another one. Harvey Milk and Honey Graham. Raw Pacific Northwest Blackberry Honey and Homemade Graham Crackers. Wow. (laughs) You know what? This really makes me hungry. The, uh, all the ice cream is going to be made fresh uh, daily aboard the ships on Oceana. So this is really a great reason. Uh, this is all starting in February. Humphrey Slocum ice cream aboard Oceana, uh, which when I first saw this article, it reminded me of Ozamara Cruise Lines. And one of the things that Ozamara does is that they, every day in their buffet, they have six different gelatos, new ones each day. And they make the gelatos on board the ship, and they don't charge for it. And it's it's like the highlight of your day when you're when you're cruising on. Um, well, first the highlight is to find out what wines they're serving for free on Azamara, but the second thing is to find out what flavors of gelato they have up in the buffet. So, anyway, uh, let's see. Oh, Clea, this uh, last week reported that they think that 32 million passengers are going to sail in 2020. 
and this is uh, up from about 22 million. Uh, no, I'm sorry, about 28 million in 2019. So the cruise industry just continues to grow. I think we're launching something like 28 new boats. Um, they're not all cruise ships. Um, They're passenger ships, but uh, it's going to be another big growth year for the worldwide cruise market. And it just doesn't seem, even though, you know, it's amazing about what's been going on with the cruise industries. We've been launching ships at a very rapid pace, especially riverboats, and the pricing has been pretty level the whole time. So we keep thinking that the more boats that we're going to uh, start to see a decrease, but I think what's happening is the demand is uh, right there with the increase in the tonnage and the, and the increase in the ships. I think another thing that's um, happening uh, is that the cruise lines are maintaining their older ships longer uh, through refurbishments and dry docks and things like that. But you don't blame them with uh, it, it's over a billion dollars per cruise ship now. So it really pays them to fix up the older ships that they've already paid for. So these are some of the trends we're seeing. If you're waiting that prices are going to really drop later on, just keep an eye on the stock market. (laughs) And uh, as long as those prices stay up, there's going to be a demand for cruising. So please don't delay planning your next cruise. All right, Bands here. We're at another port of call. Run ashore and we come back. Uh, I want to talk about uh, drink packages. So um, join us for that. I think it'll be interesting. See you then. up. Here's your host, Larry Jackson. Hi. So glad you could come back and join us. Uh, We invite you to please let your friends, neighbors, and family members know about our show. We, We always like to increase our audience, so if you enjoy it, we would appreciate it if you'd recommend it to other folks. I uh, want to tell you that uh, there's all kinds of different ways to listen to Just Cruising. The, first and foremost, the show uh, as it airs on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on FM 92.7. That's WMMB. There's an AM equivalent at 1240 and 1350. And there's also the iHeartRadio app, which I love. I use it all over the world because anywhere you have Wi-Fi on Saturday morning at 9 a.m., you can, or internet, you can hear us uh, on that app. It's free. And you just, uh, once you get the app, you put WMMB in the search and it'll bring it up to you. And the last way to listen to us is on our podcast. And our podcasts are proving to be very popular. We're getting a lot of listeners uh, to our podcast. And those are available all over the world. But um, the easiest, I think, place to find them is our website, com, and click the podcast button there. Our podcasts are generally up on Monday morning and uh, we invite you to go if you missed any part of the show or if you missed the whole show or you want to catch some of our previous week's uh, editions. They're all right there. Our website, justcruisingviera.com. All right. Uh, Royal Caribbean has a uh, unofficial site. It's, It's a blog and it has great information on it. And they had published an article this week on drink packages, and it's done as a series of questions. 
to be answered. So I thought this would be an interesting way. Now, we're going to talk about Royal Caribbean. However, the drink packages on the cruise lines are very similar to each other. So what what applies here generally will apply to everybody else's uh, drink package. So let's go and uh, explore what's going on with drink packages. And we'll try to answer some of the questions that have been haunting you about uh, drink package. Okay, first of all, what is a drink package? Um, a drink package offers a prepaid fixed price for unlimited drinks during a cruise. There's ba- on Royal Caribbean, there's basically three types. And again, this is, there are going to be variations of this on all the different cruise lines. The pricing is going to be different. What they call them, what they include, they'll all be different. That's where we can help you out at uh, Cruise Holidays of Vera, advising you on that. Okay, first of all is the deluxe package. This is the most popular package that's uh, sold on aboard Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines ships. It features unlimited alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages. Number two type of beverage package is called the refreshment package, and it it uh, features exclusively non-alcoholic beverages. And then there's the classic soda package which uh, features soft drinks only. Uh, you may or may not know this, but uh, sodas are charged for on cruise lines. They're not included. Uh, iced tea, coffee, juices uh, at breakfast and up in the buffet are included. And uh, in the dining room, sodas are not included in the price of your cruise fare. Here's a rough estimate of what the different prices are for these different packages, just so that for comparison's sake, these are not exact. The deluxe beverage package runs about $63 to $70 per person per day. $63 to $70 per person per day. And the reason is the variation of those two prices is each ship in the Royal Caribbean's um, fleet has a different pricing. I don't know why, but they do. So that's the deluxe. The refreshment package, this is the non-alcoholic package, is $29 per person per day. The classic soda package is $13 per person per day. In addition to those prices, they add an 18% gratuity to those prices. And uh, so you have to, if we have a $70, let's say we have a $70 per person um, package on uh, for a seven day cruise. That means uh, we're going to pay um, an additional twelve dollars and sixty cents a day in tips or gratuities. So that takes it to eighty two sixty. So for the seven day cruise, the deluxe package is going to cost five hundred seventy eight dollars per person. And I say all of this because that's going to help you decide whether you know whether it's economical for you. Now, you have to remember a lot of our drink prices on board the ships these days have gone way up. Uh, and I'm talking, you know, like uh, $10, $11 for a glass of wine that's not particularly uh, premium wine, um, $5.50, $6 for beer, um, $11, $12 for standard uh, mixed drinks. So uh, that's just going to help you gauge. And also they charge for bottled water. So... Um, those are those things are included. Now, here's what's what you get in the uh, deluxe beverage package. You get um, any single beverage item with a value of up to twelve dollars, and that includes fountain soda and refills, Coca-Cola freestyle beverages. You get a Coca-Cola souvenir cup, and the Coca-Cola souvenir cup is pretty cool. They have machines all over the ship. You put the cup in, it has a little microchip in it, and it tells the machine that you have, that you're authorized to get uh, sodas from that machine. 
and you can actually create your own sodas because they've got all these different mixes you can do. Uh, the deluxe package also includes non-alcoholic cocktails, bottled and still and sparkling water. Very important for like when you're going on excursions. Uh, they can charge as much as two and a half to three dollars for a bottle of water. Uh, premium coffees and teas. Now, this is a really important one, I think, because this is things like lattes, uh, mochas, uh, all those specialty type of coffees. That's included in this. Uh, fresh squeezed juices, uh, are they charge additional for that in the dining rooms. Of course, cocktails, uh, spirits, liquor, beer, wine by the glass. And here's one I did not know about. Uh, it also features milkshakes at Johnny Rockets only if you're eating there. Okay, so that's the deluxe package. The refreshment package only includes fountain soda and refills, the Coca-Cola uh, beverages, freestyle beverages, the Coca- the souvenir cup, non-alcoholic cocktails, uh, bottled and still waters, premium coffees and teas, fresh squeezed uh, juices, and milkshakes at Johnny Rocket. So it's quite a bit of things that you would that you would pay extra for are included in the non-alcoholic package. Now in the soda package, it's basically just sodas. So, okay, next question is how do I purchase a Royal Caribbean beverage package? You can, you can purchase one once uh, you've made your final payment by going on board Royal Caribbean's cruise planner website. They also offer discounts there. If you purchase it uh, there, you can buy it on board the ship when you get on board, but you're almost always going to save money if you book it before you go on your cruise on the web planner website. Can I order multiple drinks at a time with Royal Caribbean's drink package? No. And they're trying to prevent people from abusing it, uh, buying drinks for other folks. What you can do, if for each drink you order, you have to present a card with a sticker on it that shows that you have the beverage package. And the uh, bartender's going to check each one of those cards to make sure it's eligible for the beverage package. So you can order more than one at a time, but you have to have that person's card with you to be able to do it. Uh, we talked about the gratuities being added on at 18%. Um, here's an interesting one I didn't know. It says, how do I cancel a Royal Caribbean beverage package? You can cancel it for two days prior to uh, going on the cruise on the cruise planner site. After that, if you're on board and you want to cancel it, you go to customer services and they'll cancel it. But what they're going to do is go back and charge you for all the drinks that you already had at whatever the current rate was for those drinks. So uh, if you're going to cancel it, do it sooner than later or uh, before you've had so many drinks. So um, how am I identified that I have the beverage package? What happens is on your key card, the, your room card, there, it will either be printed on there if you bought it in advance or they'll put a little paper sticker on it if you um, buy it on board the ship. So that's how they tell what it is. Now, the bartender, again, is going to check each one. Also, if you have the wild bands, the um, new uh, bands that they use to get in your cabin and things like that, that can be read uh, also that you have the package. Uh, Are beverage packages available on all sailings? Pretty much for anything over two days. So our three, four-day cruises out of here at Port Canaveral, the beverage package is available. And by the way, if you're just joining us, you're on board Just Cruising. My name is Larry Jackson, owner of Cruise Holidays of Vieira. And we're right now reviewing beverage packages, and we're using Royal Caribbean's beverage package just to answer some of your questions about generally the cruise line's beverage package. This is very important. Does everyone in my stateroom need to buy the deluxe, the deluxe beverage package? 
Okay, if one person in the cabin purchases it, the deluxe, anyone over 21 also has to uh, buy it. If the other uh, adults in the room do not consume alcohol for any reason, they may be recovering alcoholics, things like that, you can call their um, their reservation area and ask for an exemption. And our experience has been that they've been very liberal about that. Uh, the refreshment package and the soda packages are not restricted. No, everybody doesn't have to buy one of those in the room. And can you buy it for select dates? No, but you can buy it with four days remaining on the cruise. So a lot of times what I tell people to do is get on board the cruise, see what you drink the first or second day, look at the pricing there, and then decide whether it's going to be economical for you to do it for the rest of the cruise. Then you could go to any bar and tell them that you want to purchase, you want to add the beverage package to your key card. So that's a way to um, kind of gauge whether you're going to want the uh, beverage package or not. And of course, that doesn't give you the discount for purchasing it prior to going on the cruise. Again, you have to have four days remaining, and this is for the deluxe uh, beverage package, which is basically the all-inclusive. Okay, here are the sons of Macaw, and they're telling us that we're coming to our last break of the day. Uh, We're going to, again, go ashore. We'll be back, and let's talk about some tips about travel and cruising. So please join us. Here's Larry Jackson. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. So glad you're with us. We really are because we enjoy sharing this information with you. Uh, We at Cruise Holidays of Vieira, we being myself and the co-owner of Cruise Holidays of Vieira, my lovely and gracious wife, Linda Jackson, uh, we've spent 17, coming up on 17 years now in this business, uh, making dreams come true for folks. Boy, we really love that one. We... When we work hard and book and plan a cruise for you. By the way, we call all of our guests when they return to find out how things went, for one thing. Second of all, it helps us to get intelligence on what's going on with the cruise lines because we, much as we'd like to, we can't be on every cruise in the world. And our returning passengers give us a lot of intelligence about um, things and trends and what happened and things they liked and didn't like. So it's, it's really valuable for us. So we call all of our guests when they return. And we really, nothing makes us feel better. And so, oh, we had a great time. It was the, the trip of a lifetime or even better. Our family came closer together on that cruise because we were, we did a family cruise, a multi-generational cruise. Those are the really cool ones. And um, if, if you'd like to uh, experience our travel planning services, please give us a call, 321 321- Two four two one three three one, or go to our website. Just cruising Viera, V I E R A. Cruising doesn't have a G in it, so just cruising Viera. And by the way, we have a section I forgot to mention on our website that um, it, it's a link to all the cruise lines, and it allows you to check in for your cruise or register for your cruise and get your uh, boarding passes and things like that. So that's that's uh, part of a service on board our website. All right. 
Let's look at uh, some tips about cruising. Now, early in the show, we told you that the best time of the year to plan a cruise is in the January, February, March. And the earlier in the year, the better. Actually, it's it's better even the year before that. But be that as it may, it's it's better as a general rule of thumb to be booking your cruise earlier in the year. Now, when's the best time to cruise? Well, if it's uh, the Caribbean, which is what most of folks in here in Florida are interested in, there's um, a couple of times to the the least expensive cruise fares that we're going to see during the year. The first one is hurricane season. And, and when the kids are back in school, the, as a, another general rule of thumb, when the kids are in school, the prices are the lowest on cruises. So the first one is, uh, I'm going to say, roughly the second week in August, maybe the third week in August through uh, Thanksgiving, just before Thanksgiving, and then right after Thanksgiving and before Christmas. And those are, are very inexpensive. The next one is going to be right after New Year's and before spring break. So roughly the first or second week in January after the New Year's Eve and before, again, roughly the third week in March because that's when spring breaks start. And, the, and by the way, spring breaks are uh, throughout the country go from about the third week in March through almost the first week in May. So that's a big variable there. You can kind of tell when spring break is by just looking at the prices. Um, so that then again, so then it starts up again in August in those time frames. Now, we have less expensive times for different regions. In Alaska, our, our cruise season runs from May through September, and roughly the fourth week in May, sometimes a little earlier, the third week in May, through roughly the second or third week in September. During those time frames, the most expensive months to cruise in Alaska are going to be June and July. On either side of that, it's what we call the shoulder season. The It's less expensive to cruise in Alaska during the May time frame before June and the third, let's say the third week in August through the, the end of the season in September. So there's a little bit less costly pricing during those time frames. In Europe, we see less, uh, the prices are a little bit lower in the March, April time frame. But you have to remember, it can be pretty cold in, in Europe during that time, during those months. And then again, the prices are going to drop uh, in roughly uh, the fourth week of September going into the first week in November. Just uh, Those are just really rough rules of thumb for you to as a gauge to uh, when you're thinking about uh, doing your uh, booking your cruise. And again, if you want to take all the mystery out of booking your cruise, you just call us at Cruise Holidays of Vieira. You don't have to waste your time getting confused by going all over the web. And uh, just it is confusing out there. You got to remember also a lot of the websites do not quote cruise prices with the port charges and taxes included. So we always do that at Cruise Holidays of Vieira. Okay, uh, if you're cruising in the Caribbean, please remember that you're going to be closer to the equator and you're going to burn faster. So you're going to sunburn faster. And if you're going to Hawaii, you're going to be even closer to the equator. So please take that into account by the uh, amount of sunscreen you use, that by the amount of exposure. You'll be amazed at even just walking around shopping in a Caribbean town, how sunburn you can get. So please use a lot of uh, caution uh, as far as that's concerned. 
Oh, this one I like. Uh, if you're going on a, a cruise ship that has one of the new features, let's say it's like Carnival is adding a um, a go kart track. Uh, Norwegian, I'm sorry, a uh, they're adding a, a roller coaster. Norwegian Cruise Lines has a go kart um, track on board. Royal Caribbean has the new slides aboard the Harmony of the Seas from out at Port Canaveral. Any of those things that are kind of new that aren't usually found on every cruise ship, if you're going to experience one of those, do it later in the cruise rather than at the beginning of the cruise because everybody is going to want to try the thing right as soon as they get on board the ship. So just do your planning, and if you can make reservations for those things, do it later in the cruise because then a lot of the folks have already done it, and the um, newness is going to uh, wear off on that. <laughs> Here's one of my favorite jokes about uh, a cruise line. A lady calls down to the um, front desk and says that the microwave in her r- cabin is not working. She shuts the door and presses the buttons, but nothing happens. Um, and, and of course, she's referring to the safe uh, in the room. And uh, the reason I bring this up, uh, I love that story. Uh, but anyway, uh, use the your cabin safe. Um, I think one of the best things you can do when you get on board is put your passports in there, Put your cash in there, except for the casino. You're not going to need any cash while you're on board. Uh, Put your wallet, all those things, and leave them in the cabin safe. Be sure, as we've told you in the past, have a picture of your passport or your driver's license with you in your wallet at all times, especially when you're going on shore. But on board the ships, like sea days and things like that, make good use of that, uh, that cabin safe and just to be just to be safe. Uh, also, if you ever have a problem with that safe, if you forget your code or it's not working properly, all you have to do is call the front desk. They'll send up security. Uh, they'll verify who you are, that you're the, the right person in the cabin, and they, they'll co- correct that for you in just a few minutes. Well, unfortunately, we have come to the end of another episode of Just Cruising. We hope you've had as much fun being here with us as we've had uh, with presenting it to you. And we hope you'll come back next week and join us on Saturday morning at 9 a.m., FM 92.7. Or you'll go uh, next Monday and dial up one of our podcasts. And uh, you can do that at our website, justcruisingviera.com. Until we see you again, keep on cruising. Cruising.